0: Or like some sort of musical beat. I don't have an opening recording for this, so no,
1: no Never, intro music.
0: Does anyone can anyone do intro music? Does anyone know know how to do intro music? Is anyone musical? I
2: mean my
1: not my displaced.
2: son my son made the intro music to my fight chops video. You
0: have you have a you have a s you have a Spawn that can that has a music degree.
2: Yes well not yet but yes almost I mean, He's he's a almost published composer.
0: That means he can he can come up with a thirty second sting
2: <laughs> easily. He I'm sure he All could. Right. Yeah, in like five seconds, I'm sure he could.
3: Why
0: didn't Take I think things. think of that sooner? All right, well guys, uh, it's been a minute. Welcome back to long standing. Oh, we got that on camera. Yeah, on camera. we got it on camera, folks. We're here with the love. We're here with the dogs.
1: Yeah, if you so. see me get up quickly, it's probably because I'm keeping my dog out of trouble.
0: Wow, oh. did you just get a new dog?
1: Yeah, we got a. We adopted a, a rescue, uh, almost not quite three months ago. What kind? He's a pit bull mix.
0: Nice. He's a Sal kind. Yeah, he's doing real good. That's he's a, he's, awesome. a, he's a part of the be- belly tribe
3: now. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. awesome.
2: Cool. I want another dog. My wife won't let me get another one. Two is enough, I suppose.
1: Two a lot. That would be that would
0: be enough for anybody. I had one, and uh, some people thought it was four something
2: like that anyway yeah, i mean i was oh. I, growing up we always had like at least one but usually we had two and uh it was i think one time we had three and i i yeah love dogs i want i want them all
3: me too
1: right now i just have the one
2: awesome
3: no good
0: podcasts without dog talk so <laughs> <laughs> there is no good podcast without dog talk. <laughs> but I speaking
2: guess it. Thinking of dogs, post training. Yeah. Post training,
0: yeah. post training um, with, with my with my post training dogs,
2: I was I was working out this morning teaching uh virtually and I didn't realize that um uh the dog was behind me and totally tripped and fell and Try to catch myself all cool because I was on the thing and yeah no. I'll I'm, say, did you, my, do a,
1: did you do a break fall or like like a nice
2: it, graceful roll I, I, or anything? I I broke something. Yeah.
1: I <laughs> <laughs> don't care about you. Is the dog okay?
2: <laughs> Dog's fine. Dog's fine. Damn but, well uh, better be. Yeah, I, yeah, he yeah, he thought uh, he thought I was supposed to be petting him and it was not the not the right moment. But. uh, post-training. Damn post-training
3: post-training
0: I think we can kind of like start it off with like doing something like this right anyway I'm 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 gonna try we've kind of run that joke in the ground um it's been a minute since we've done something like this and I thought it'd be good to just kind of slide our way into just kind of getting the gold gang back together and talking about what's training been like this week um I know you guys are kind of are still So, if I'm incorrect, uh, correct me, please. But you still got a program going both with Kobudo Karate and with the Steel Maze?
1: Yep, sure do. Uh, Very small. Uh, You know, I think for karate, I have uh, at most four students at a time. On a day when everybody happens to show up, it's maybe six to seven. So, yeah, real small. But uh, and Kobudo, maybe three. So, I like it small. It's nice just more personal more detailed work that sort of stuff cool 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 cool
0: that's good to hear i remember last time we had really talked you we talking about like moving around and stuff and god that must have been almost two years ago but it
1: Pro- probably was yeah i mean at that time there was kind of a lot of uncertainty about whether we'd be able to stay in our location and stuff and uh we've been pretty fortunate that our the the building managers or the place we rent our space from, they've been pretty flexible and, you know, they let us pay sort of a reduced rate over COVID because they knew, you know, we were not bringing in any new blood and we were losing people. So uh, they've worked pretty well with us, which has been, it's been nice.
0: Right That's awesome. That's good. That's good. Well, on Dan's side, I think he's, he's massively expanded his operation violently through, through hostile takeovers.
1: Violently. And through getting back to dojo battles. <laughs>
0: does anyone remember them? Uh, Is anyone on was, this call before like before my was, time? Anybody would anybody on this call witness to this?
2: I mean, I've I've been witness to um like people coming and, and challenging. I've actually had that
1: happen to me one time. What? One time that happened to me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was uh interesting.
0: Yeah um i I've, that is the I, most I, understated be like most people would be like yeah let me tell you all about it and zealous so is like it was interesting <laughs> <laughs> we're, just, we're just we're just gonna leave that one there and <laughs> one, what was yeah
2: but the but i think the dojo battles and the dojo wars i think that was before my time i started in 94.
1: yeah that would and that would have been just you, sounds like you started maybe just a few years before i did so yeah, same thing. It was things I always heard my sensei's talk about, and who you know, they always knew a guy who knew a guy who knew a dojo who went to a place and saw, a, you know, that sort of stuff. But yeah,
2: yeah, like the old stories of Ed Parker throwing people through walls. Like yeah, I never witnessed any of that.
1: Yeah, although you know, that was back either. when you could. Yeah, that was back <laughs> when you you could read read Black Belt magazine, and you know, you'd see yeah. all those ads in the back of the people that supposedly took. Took part in some of that stuff.
3: Mhm. Mhm. Yeah.
0: Well, and I think what is it? What's funny is that I feel like those are just like it's. It was just a bunch of like bald, cut, like like mustachioed men, like being like <laughs> like just like mustachioed white dudes, and like like li- li- just being like like I have the better dojo. No, I have the better dojo. No, I have the better suburban dojo. <laughs> And and like I'm at the better strip mall and like and just, just yeah. coming in after they they drank some milk, punching each other a couple more times, and they walk home to their wife and and like what happened today, honey? Nothing. And like yep, that was probably mid seventies until like early nineties.
2: <laughs> you know, there's there's stories too, like even in in the Korean martial art, uh, specifically my lineage, where they talk about how, um you know these guys were arrested because their their dojang was was against the government and they were like doing these things and and you know and the government did not care about karate schools in Korea in the 1950s like this was not they didn't care I'm sorry your your karate teacher did not have influence on the government no. come on yep like, I mean, these were that, stories happened it was
0: probably because there was suspicion of something else
2: right right like uh harboring japanese citizens or like <laughs> you know like that i mean like the, there were there were legitimate koreans who were arrested and then fleed to japan because they were japanese supporters that that, that makes sense right but like the fact that your karate was too dangerous and they didn't want you teaching karate because <laughs> come on
3: come on yeah
2: but it's the same thing like all these old stories of mustachioed men like you said like thinking that they're more important than they are yeah you you're just a, you're just a man teaching you know
0: well, so is that, like, the, the hard men making good times or the weak men making soft times or the soft men making – I don't know if is you guys he, have tracked that
2: at yeah, all. Yeah, I, I don't – I I think that, you know – well, so let me say this. Like, was post-war Korea a really dangerous place to live? Yes. Right? So, like, a lot of, a lot of people did practice martial arts in post-war Korea because – you were afraid to go home like going to the going to the the market was scary right but here in the united states that wasn't really a thing i mean like maybe in inner cities in the 70s 60s and 70s maybe maybe it was dangerous right um and you practice martial arts but the the dojo wars had nothing to do with it being unsafe you to go to the supermarket like that was not a that was not a thing in 50s 60s 70s (laughs) united states of america like
0: your mileage may vary depending on location and you know how you looked but i think (laughs) well that uh, is true that is true let's not paper over it that way but that is i i
2: i I generally agree with what what, but i would say generally with the the people that we hear about Right. People who talk about these dojo wars. No. The dark days, the dojo yeah. wars. Before Back the but There boys, was, yeah. I mean, like, but there was times, <laughs> you know, in the sixties and seventies, where training in martial arts was really about, you know, more self, you know, preservation in in your society. And then mm-hmm. of course the karate kid came out, but, um,
3: <laughs> but yeah, but I don't think it was the same. I don't think it was the same all right well Dan, Maybe. you have your your massive dojo expansion happening
0: nice. um, so so I just want to ask you guys what what has been up with training lately for you guys um Sal so i I like how you you very quietly drop just videos of you doing stuff. And there's like very little to no like explanation, and then Dan yeah. will have like a paragraph, and then it'll be a picture, or it'll be like, or like not, not always, but then it'll be like you were explaining things and very much indeed. And both are very good, and they, and this is why I like having you both around because it's like, like Dan will go into the history of it, and Dan will, and Sal will just be like, yeah, this,
1: yeah. Yeah, mine's really it's 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 mine's really just more of a training journal for me. It's it's uh, you know, how I look back at kind of where I've come from and what I need to work on. So uh I guess I'm kind of my own audience. So I don't put a whole lot in there to sort of say, Hey, there's what I'm doing, here's the context. Sometimes I'll I might try, but I'm really bad at it. So I'm just like this is sort of me putting in the work and that that's kind of all it is. Um so yeah. Uh, but it's a good observation because it's it's one hundred percent accurate, John. Yeah.
0: All I can do now is observe yourself. So <laughs> and I'm doing it in I'm doing being nothing, no respect, and disrespect in any which way. I just, did, just, oh, an no, observation. no,
1: Yeah, no, it's 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 very accurate. Yeah.
0: So. But I, it, it's it, it's an interesting like the conversations we've had with other people variation in terms of e- expression yeah, that makes sense where one person expresses themselves in this way and another person expresses themselves in this way they're essentially doing the same things but how different that and you see how
3: different that comes out oh wait dan we lost him oh oh no give him a second thank god we're not trying to do this live anymore <laughs> <laughs>
0: that was a that was a bad idea but i still have to this day am wondering why why uh my server clicked off half the time that that or why my wi-fi clicked off half the time that happened yeah that was weird it is what it is i guess while we're waiting for dan to get back what have you been up to this week in
1: terms of train and cell? uh. So I, my training, I think, over since probably last fall has been more focused on my kobudo, uh, And that's because I was, uh, I was very grateful for, uh, so I went to the, the, the seminar, the Budo Without Borders in uh, Aurora, Canada last year. And got to meet, you know, like uh, Tuari Dawson, Invisible Sensei, you know, a bunch of other wonderful people. That I only had only known sort of virtually. I I got to meet you know James Pegovitz, uh there. I hadn't met him in person before. Uh, it was I was really saw really your handwriting. Actually, oh, in December.
0: You? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, because I went down. The, I went down. The, I went down to Okinawa. We low key completely forgot to. Okay, I just got something from Dan. His laptop died, so I was trying to fix it. Um, okay, but we can kind of keep rolling. Um Yeah. Okay. Do, but yeah. Do,
1: you saw, real, real, where you, you saw the sign that we just saw the big sign? sign
0: and like I yeah, your, so I you and me both have our signatures on a on on the same sign.
1: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. that's cool.
0: And we and now Dan, now Dan right. has rejoined the group. Sorry, that's all I good. Plug,
2: I plugged I my laptop in, but the surge bar was not turned on. Lovely. Okay.
0: Mm. <clears throat> right. Sal was telling us about um the Buddha without borders stuff uh, he met Tuari and. Yeah. James,
1: uh... yeah, it was really great. That was last fall. Uh, well, because John had asked, you know, what, I, what does my training look like lately? And I said, it's really been more focused on my kobudo, and, and that's because, uh, at the Budo Without Borders, I was fortunate to meet uh, Pat miguel Sensei and uh, do a little bit of kobudo with him there in Canada. And then he uh, was very kind, he invited me to join some of his virtual training, and I've been attending his virtual training classes uh, every Saturday since then, and it's been really great because I really haven't As I have shared with him, I haven't really had any kind of feedback or, you know, I haven't had any sort of formal instruction kobudos for a very long time, like almost 18 years. Uh, I I only trained with my primary sensei for about seven years under kobudo, got to like around shodan, uh, and then uh, the rest has sort of been on my own. And so it's been great to get feedback again. It's been great to have just sort of, uh, you know, someone looking over my kobudo. So I've really been just spending a lot of time on that.
3: Awesome.
0: I feel like we're going to have to crib him because he got cribbed from Tawari cribbed him from Josh. So I feel like we need to we crib him from, for, through Sal, we need to crib him from Tawari. <laughs>
2: what is, what is, okay, I, I'm going to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look stupid. What does that mean? What is you
0: basically like getting somebody's guest, like, 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 like stealing their guest yeah. essentially. Yeah.
2: Oh, <laughs> so, um, yeah. Oh gosh. Now, he seems well, like a
0: really cool guy. Like, I like oh, listen to yeah, both of those interviews in full, and he seems, like, just down-to-earth, very, like, doesn't... Pat McGill.
1: Like, Pat McGill,
0: yeah, yeah, sensei. Yeah. Oh, okay. he, he doesn't seem to be have any pretense or anything like that.
1: No, no, he's wonderful to work with.
0: <gasps> it's all good <laughs> in the hood, buddy. We're just yeah, talking about I, Pat.
2: I was so jealous. <gasps> I wanted to, I wanted to go to that thing so bad. Oh, so sweet. What are you doing, puppy dog?
0: Oh, oh, oh man. Would they not let you into Canada?
2: <laughs> I don't think the Canadians want me. Um, no. I had, I had another event the week before. No, the week after. One of the two. With, um with my organization that I had, that I chose, I had to choose, right? Like, do I, do I go and spend time with the Buddha Without Borders event? Or do I go, uh, there's, there goes my dog. Um, or do I, do I go and spend time with, with my own people? And I, I mean, it was kind of a no-brainer. I went and spent time um, with my own people, but, um, I I really was sad that I couldn't go and, and meet everybody in person because I mean it wasn't like I drove up to Connecticut like it wouldn't have been much further <laughs> to drive to Toronto right it wouldn't have been that much further so maybe uh, maybe in the future uh, if we if that ever happens again I'll, I'll be able to I'll be
1: able to do that. yeah. I'd- I haven't heard details but I know they're they're planning to make that a regular thing. I don't know where the next one will be or when, but uh you know uh, since Steve man, Arms
3: I can't go to Japan. And...
2: <laughs> yes. oh, so, so, so. I can drive to Canada. I You know
1: drive. what? I, I don't mind saying this.
0: I had a family member told me told me when I first came to Japan. It's like you can't go there. They have radioactivity.
2: <laughs> Sorry, that was that was the most funny thing I've heard in a really long time.
1: And I'm like Did, did you get 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 an apartment in Fukushima or something? <laughs> Ooh,
0: maybe that's too simple. That's all right. Um, now but even th- wh- still, like... like <laughs> meanwhile, so many... the G7's happening, and they're having some in Hiroshima right now, and they're having... Dis- they are or are not having discussions over nuclear di- di- nuclear uh,
2: disarmament or
0: not. There's some Superman four stuff happening right now nice. as we speak.
2: <laughs> nice. So, I mean, there's tons of radioactivity here too. Like, what
3: is he yeah. talking
0: about? Yeah. With all the testings in the 50s. Yeah, that hasn't affected anybody. Not at all. Cool. I'm glad that 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 happened. That that happened for you. So that's that's a rare thing to happen. Like when you you find somebody you can click with. And
3: yeah, know, it was
2: great. So what was your so so was that your favorite part of the weekend? The the Kobudo aspect.
1: Uh, so is it, so the the, uh, the Kobudo was actually not a formal part of the the conference. It was on the sort of the, the last day where there was nothing planned, but other than to hang out in Sensei Steve's uh, backyard. And he had just a big fire. It was kind of chilly out. And it was a Sunday morning. And we kind of spent Sunday morning all the way through the evening, just all of us in the backyard, just like sharing and talking and hanging out. And You know, some people were doing martial arts, some people were just hanging, and uh, me and Tuari uh, and uh, Miguel Sensei, we did some kobudo, and Miguel Sensei did some formal instruction of, like, people who had never done the bow before, and he uh, did a lot of sharing there. So, yeah, it was just kind of cool, laid back, and just kind of nice to be among people who are, you know, your people.
3: Mm Mm-hmm. I
1: get that. I get that.
3: Yeah, that's awesome. Cool. Cool. Love it. I love
2: it. Dan, what has your training been like this week? Hmm. So this week, what has this week been? So I've been sort of um, outside of teaching, of course, I've been I've been nursing uh, really, really, really tight hamstrings and um, some issues with my my back. So I've been recently um, getting some some help some some physical not 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 physical therapy but some but but some physical therapy work for um that, and um I went and got some uh, some work done on my back today, I got some needling done, and um it i I've, I've been just really trying to find okay, so I've been trying to figure out how to loosen up my back and my hamstrings like that has been the primary focus of my training like what can i do what movements can i do what stretches can i do what what can i do to get my back to loosen up because right now on either side of my spine down in my lower back it's just like
1: your ql Mm mm-hmm, and my lower
2: and my and my right hamstring is just super super tight and I've, so recently it's been playing with different Qigong, playing with different mobility exercises, playing with, you know, uh, different ways of doing the Tai Chi form, um, just kind of trying to have that internal dialogue with myself. Um, and, you know, working on the things that, you know, my my guy has been giving me. Um, but uh, I think it's going to be a slow process of, figuring that out which is fine um but so i haven't been doing anything too crazy um i haven't been working super super hard um because of that so it's been it's been mostly a slow relaxing um because i don't want to throw my back out like i i have low back issues always have um i throw my back out probably twice a year um and uh i um i felt it almost get thrown out a couple weeks ago and i so here i am right trying to trying to make sure that it doesn't happen so um
3: yeah
1: i know that feeling that's you sound you sound like i sounded in like 2016 before i really got into yoga and that's that's what helped me um, yeah yeah but uh yeah i know i know i know the pain man it sucks so
2: so that's where i'm at um i've been doing a lot of neural flossing um and uh, and now, um, what is he? What, what, what? He told me something today. He wants to try. He's got a he's got a friend who they might use me as a guinea pig. He said. I forget what it's called. That's
0: it never a, an F, a, a I think. good beginning to a conversation. <laughs> we want to use you as a guinea pig.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, because he wants to learn. He wants to learn the method. So like he's gonna go and, and learn it from her. And she's the expert. Okay. So she she would they would use me as sort of the guinea pig mm. for him to learn the method. So um I forget what it's called now. Dang it. Oh well. But um So where that begins with an F. Frankenstein.
0: For yeah. Frankenstein,
1: yes. Um you ever, have you ever done anything with uh Animal Flow? Oh yeah, oh yeah.
2: Yeah, so I do a lot of animal movement, um, animal uh, exor- animal movement exercises, tons, um, and, and I have done most of my life. Um, but um, I do that almost every time I teach a kids class. We go up and down the floor with a, a bunch of animal movements. Um, That's
3: good. Okay, yeah. so
2: for for
0: those of us who don't know what animal flow is, which obviously I know what animal flow is, but I'm worried obviously. about Dan who does or I mean there's not a third person there's not a fourth person <laughs> here I can point to and say, for that person who doesn't know what is animal flow.
2: Animal flow is like, you know, doing doing movements that resemble animal type movements, specific yeah. ones.
1: Yeah, like bear bear crawling, lizard crawling. There's a lot of different type of Uh, you know crawling type exercises but then uh, there's like things that they kind of look like yoga cross between yoga and martial arts so you know some of the things like doing uh, the scorpion which is like a it's like doing down dog but you have one leg extended and it kind of arcs over to the side so it's a good for opening sort of that thoracic spine and uh, uh, anterior oblique sling so uh it's very, very dynamic, athletic movement. Um, but it's it's also pretty accessible, I find. Like there's a ways to really if you don't have a whole lot of strength and mobility yet, there's 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 you can still do it. Uh and then like anything, you can progressively get uh try more challenging things. Yeah, I love it. I try to do so, a little bit as part of my warm-up anytime I work out. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And you can you can work in patterns like going from one into another into another and then you can roll into another one and like walk back like there's a really a lot of there's a lot of cool things um that you can do with them um i had saw on on facebook somebody um posted a picture from an old like i think 1500s chinese manual and it had tiger walking or bear bear walking um as a As a part of this Chinese martial arts manual to as as a mobility exercise, and I was like that see, it's awesome, yep it's awesome yep. yeah, 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 and uh so we do a lot of that, we do a lot of that, but that you know um sometimes will aggravate my back,
3: sure instead make it, yeah
2: instead of make it
0: better, but yeah uh whatever i gotta get into I gotta get into this, I gotta get into this animal walking stuff
2: it's cool and then there's other there's other mobility platforms like Ido Portal which is also super cool which is a bit a bit I don't know not advanced but a bit harder for me than Animal Flow stuff Ido Portal stuff is like like somebody will will reach forward with a stick and try to like touch you in certain places, and you have to like move around the stick. And then like the, you know like they make like there's a that, lot of yeah. it's a lot of really cool stuff. And then you go up on one hand and you actually like um uh you try to like touch touch different parts of uh you know like maybe different we put up cones and you and you go on one hand and you try to touch all the cones with one foot. Hey there, puppy dog. Hey, what's up, bud? <laughs> so sweet um there's just, there's a lot of cool stuff with the idle portal but again like it's a little bit more dynamic for me um but uh, i like the animal flow stuff a lot
3: yeah what about you john i was just thinking like wh- where can i do the animal
0: flow because like i train in Down the garage high. but the thing is i train in the garage and it's like half the year no one uses or most mostly nobody uses it but it's the garage door is open 24 7. Mm -hmm. so there's nothing but like dust and debris that like gets on the floor so you can like train it and train on it but you can't like
2: roll around and get on the floor well without getting
0: dirty kind of disgusting (laughs) so like we have monkeys where i live
2: no way yeah Go and hang out with them. Just walk, just run around the <laughs> Just, run, just
0: <laughs> run around the
3: forest. Yep.
0: Yeah, them. man.
2: Yeah. There's a guy uh, in uh, uh, South America. So, I forget exactly where. He, he does like a Tarzan method or whatever. Like he, I follow him on Instagram. And he like literally runs around in the trees barefoot and, you know, jumps from tree to tree. Like it's friggin awesome. I would go and hang out with and him. And yet he's, he's got it. All oh, right. I'm suspect of okay. this guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm already suspect. Well, of course, there's of course there's internet, John. There's internet everywhere. Come on now, there's internet everywhere. This is the way of the world.
0: Now, but um, this week for me is just kind of. I've been more examining just like. Unfortunately, recently there's been a lot of. Unfortunate passings, uh, in. Kind of the art that i did in you know, the Ryukyu Kempo community uh some which were well recognized and some which weren't and uh probably in the last six months or so and it's really kind of brings in, for me is brought into perspective like what do i want to do with this what do i how do i want to make my mark with this and how do i want this to kind of go down the line further on and it's just and from a training perspective. I'm just looking at it like, all right, what are all the aspects? Where where are my weaknesses and where are my strengths? Um, and then what are the things I know I need to refine? So, um, I've just been kind of trying to look at the kitchen sink, as it were. But I'm just trying to look at everything, and just look like, all right. What is the sparring, applica- sparring application, how is the sparring application going to work out? How is it going to like streamline it and mainline it? How are all these like weapons forms, which are like, you know, probably too many. Um, but, you know, how do we mainline like just teaching weapons, just using bow, just using psi? At one point it was only, it was like you needed to know bow or psi before you could even get a uh, blue belt or something like that. And that changed and then people forgot about it. Um, so I'm just looking back on that type of stuff um and you know just trying to get get a better sense for all right if I'm going to pass this down at some point or if I'm going to have you know hopefully like you guys like have some sort of a program you know how am I going to do that in the you know the best way possible um that's that's easy enough to kind of get into but also like not lost in the weeds as much as unfortunately a lot of people have so it doesn't really answer your question very well this morning i got up and i did a bunch of katas and i also used cletus over here
1: cletus yeah. yes you have to name them yes <laughs> it's a great Aww. name
2: yeah. i haven't named mine
1: i gotta do that i don't name things that's crazy. why i get back at you buddy
2: um, yeah. yeah you're probably right like i don't name my car I don't name the motorcycle. I have students that name their sticks, <laughs> like my Italian stick class. Like they name the bastone. Like I don't. I don't know. I don't. Not my. Not my thing. But
0: if it wasn't for Sal's uh, pendulum uh, and ten, ten ten two video, I probably wouldn't been anywhere like near where I'm where I am with it now. Which is not like super great, but like. I can at least do it i feel like i'm not gonna kill my, like i i'm i'm so i'm sure you probably get this a lot it's like they feel like if you're doing this like <clears throat> the two ten, the ten and two you just feel like the smith is gonna smack you in the face
1: yeah that's uh yeah i mean that's pretty common when people are first starting out until they get that pendulum movement down and just the way you put your your hands above your head like that they tend to do they take it more like a halo like they've if they've done kettlebells before you know they're used to doing kind of like this halo where you do this and it's not a circular movement it's uh it's it's a hinge movement and you know your hands stay locked behind your head and you're initiating that movement with your your legs and your core and everything um but yeah it just takes practice to get it
0: i was just so surprised but like and then, like the knock-on effect when I went like working with bow afterwards, because what is it? One, one. Uh, not that I'm trying to demonstrate or anything, but like one of the things I was doing here was like actually doing like a bow strike.
1: Sure. Just, like, yeah. Pulling,
0: pull, pulling with that, and like, hey, that works. Yeah. Um, and I was yeah, like, I've done
2: that with like, like, like sword techniques.
0: Yeah, and you can do sure. it. Like, yeah. And I was like uh, noticing the knock-on effect is like being able to like, I've f- never felt better with a bow
1: it's great
3: yeah
2: so it's awesome
1: yeah it's really interesting the different benefits that you start to see the more you work with a mace and it just for me it's just it helps develop the overall connectedness of your movements of you know if you know a lot of people uh, in any martial art they kind of they struggle to feel that connection of how the shoulder connects to your lats which connects to your hips and to the ground and so forth and you kind of, if you do the mace right and you get to do it enough, it's that develops very, you develop a very strong connection in those areas. And so that carries over, at least I've found, uh, very well to, you know, whether you're doing bow or just doing empty handed stuff, it works very well.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, dude, weirdly enough, I feel like Kusanku was the one that worked, kanku Um as our, as our, as may also be well known, um, for some reason that's somehow in my he- my physiological mind brain um, that's somehow connected. I don't know why, I don't know how, but like kusan goo uh-huh. plus mace, and somehow that makes it better. Hmm. I don't get it. It's 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 like <laughs> It's it it's like memorizing a password, and you can't tell somebody how it works. Or you tell somebody how it works and you sound like a crazy person, but I get I don't know. I guess it's just kind of like circular motion, feeling kind of that motion there, and then just right.
2: Sure. So, uh, I think I was. Yeah. I mean, I. I mean, I get it. Week. I get it. Well, that's and that's kind of a cool thing too, because like, how often do we, um, like we internalize movement and how that feels inside of our body. And then whenever something else requires the application of that movement, yep. then the integration happens in our, you know, neuroplasticity. That's skill development, right? I mean like that's yep. really kind of what we want to develop um in general. So that's all you're really doing in my opinion. You're you're just you're intuitively
3: Noticing those connections. I yep. Think... Ball passing. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think the
0: once you can kind of feel that connection, I think it's even where that isolation. I know t- until you've talked a lot about that a lot, where it's like people feel like isolated from their arms and hips and all that other stuff. But mm-hmm. once kind of everything goes together know i think that i don't know just makes everything kind of function well together and yep. that's one of the things i've been thinking about Is like all right how do you teach that kind of from a beginning point without being like here's a heavy thing swing it around for a while all right throw a punch all right you see the let's see the connection yeah which i think like that is always, way but mm-hmm.
1: i think i think in many ways so i so i've never done you know a lot of the traditional hojo undo like uh they do in goju ru th- that sort of stuff but you know, I, I, I've always figured that that's, that was what the intention of doing that type of training was in, in tandem with your karate training is it was supposed to help you develop some of those connections that, you know, yes, you can get there by doing karate by itself. Uh, but it takes my, I think it takes longer. So what I do now, like if I have students who are, if I see that they're, you know, their, their punches look okay, but they're still just not really getting that Settling of the shoulder down into the shoulder socket, connected to their lat. I'll, I might go grab a mace, or I'll grab, you know, a kettlebell or something. I say, okay, try this movement that kind of emulates or simulates a similar movement where you have to have that connection in order to make it work. And I get them working on that so that they can start to feel what that feels like. And then I take them back to the karate movement and say, okay, now let's come back to this and tell me if that feels any different to you. And sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't. It kind of hits differently for different people.
0: I think that's, I think that's, I don't know if that was necessarily the intention of Ojo Unu, no, but I think that's a byproduct of it.
1: Sure. Yeah. That's another way to look at it. Yeah.
0: And I think there, because I've done some of it, I haven't done it like super intensely and stuff. Um, I remember a friend, James, one time was walking, was in Okinawa and he was running a kids' camp and he was getting all the kids to make like impromptu, like coffee can jar cement stick hojo Undo, cool and i was like okay james i think we're maybe stretching the definition of <laughs> child labor but um no but it's you know just make your own hojo Undo thing and it's, it's just arts
2: and crafts john starts yeah. and crafts
3: yep
0: <laughs> it's just themed that's arts what we tell
2: the inspector
0: um that's all it is <laughs> no but i mean yeah i think that's that in one way, shape, or form, it's not just working out the muscles because it's not about the weights. Mm-hmm. But uh, did anybody, you guys, have seen? I forget who it is. It's some Goju guy who went to Hawaii <laughs> and got a big like bar, like yeah. circular, oval, like the ca- bar thing. Can, is that what that's called? Yeah, and like just and, like he made made a big <laughs> deal about it at one point. Hmm. Like I feel yeah. that was like proto mace. Like 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 it was nineteen nineties version of it. It's like I found this thing and now I'm gonna
2: integrate it into karate and it works. Well the Indians have been using the uh the Yeah,
1: the clubs. Yeah, that's where that yeah. comes from. That's where masons come from. There comes from India.
2: I mean they've been doing that for centuries.
1: Yeah, they've got they've got so many different types. There's mudgars, there's meals, there's uh yeah, I would love to there's some really great companies uh, I've seen online that you can get like, like beautiful handcrafted wood ones. Uh, I just haven't got the gumption yet to drop the money on them. <laughs> <Because> they're, they're <laughs> how much? Cheap.
0: How much? Yeah. How much does one of those run?
1: I mean, it depends on the weight and size, uh, but I mean, you know, you're looking three, four hundred dollars for for some. Yeah, it's
0: already hard enough to find Manji now. now. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, well, because Sherado has pretty much ended all, like, side manufacturing.
1: That's what I hear, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: You can't, but the guy who made them, I don't know, punched another guy's, like, dog or whatever. I don't know, like, no, I encourage you. I don't know violence on this podcast, but, like, I don't know. They just had the guy who was making them or the manufacturer of it just, like, stopped. Um, mm. It also might be a sales issue too. Mm. Um, I remember mm. I, when I got—I actually have got my Manjusai cipher from Shredo, and literally I think I got the last one that they had in like stock at that point. And like mm. they just—and when I went there with other people at another point, they were like, "We don't have these in stock right now. You're gonna have to wait at least 90 days until." Oh we... wow. Yeah, because they would have to go out and make them. Yeah. So it's like yeah. the same thing with like the old Bogu gear. Like it's just people aren't buying them so why are we making them like we can't why are we holding this on a shelf when like no one's buying it um i understand nope. that from a business perspective why they don't continue to have that because it's not i think there's like a it's like those niche markets mm-hmm. they can't fill or they're not being filled very well so like a manji sai or an Antibo that not many people do or remember. Yeah. I didn't get it, but
1: yeah, I got a new pair of sai last year, and I'm trying to remember the name of the company. Uh, I'll I'll send you the link uh offline and uh, you can check it out. I think they do manji sai.
0: Oh really? That would, that would be good. To, like because I've seen them on like Google or Google on Amazon, and it was like, yeah, these look like power rangers and manji sai. <laughs> I've seen I've seen people drop three, four hundred, five hundred dollars on them on that type of version of them, and, uh, and they got them. And like the ones that I do are like they're really thin, and like they're kind of like you have to have like flexible, nimble movement with it. And they got the like giant like 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 you grip it like just with your hand like this, and I'm just like, yeah, you can't do the our techniques with these.
3: Oh,
0: yeah, and. You know, this is supposedly someone who was making them for custom and all this other stuff, and so yeah, yeah.
1: interesting. So, so do you have uh, do you have kata with Manji Sai John? Mm, supposedly, there's three that interesting. are in, okay.
0: in the system that I do. There's one I know pretty well. Like if I I can do the opening of it now pretty well, I know they the closing of it pretty well. There's an ins and outs that I'm like because I haven't done it in four years um i lended my or i did i essentially gave my monty side to somebody when i was when i moved back and so i they have them and, and god bless them they have them, god bless them. well yeah because they were like a lot one guy was like i lost mine i'm like you lost well i think he, they got ripped off or something he put him down and then someone just ripped him off from him and at some point i was like well you're my, I'm this is a respect to somebody who's my senior, and I was like, God bless. Like, I want you to have them. I got to move. It's just another metal piece I've got to take. So. Yeah,
1: yeah it's I, interesting. I mean, I, Yeah, the kobudo that I do, we don't have any manji so I th- I don't
0: think they're, they're, they're too many people yeah. have them. Even nanti. Do you guys do nanti? Yes. That's I think weirdly more common. But Sal, you ever you ever threw a stick around with a spear at the end? Yeah. Or oh, sorry, I'm not Sal. Dan, did you yeah. ever
2: throw, throw around a stick with a spear at the end? You mean just a spear? Sure. That
0: yeah. Or a nunchu bow, or a glaive.
2: Ah, oh, like a naginata? Sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I've I've used that plenty. Yeah, yeah. Uh, European stuff mostly. Not, not the Japanese yeah. stuff.
1: Yeah, I love the uh, the Italian staff stuff that you've been posting, Dan. It's really beautiful.
0: Well, thank you. I I like how this came and kind of came from skeleton of a memory. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. From the last podcast we mm-hmm. were on, you explained how you did it, and like essentially was like from memory of what you kind of had and then plus martial arts experience yeah then kind of recirculating that and like building out from that that's pretty i mean that's
2: yeah i mean like I, as much as as much as i like to say that it it, it's you know stuff that my pap taught me but it is it is very much my thing now um but a lot of it was you know like i said a lot of it was uh a guy in college telling me you know literally saying you know you know where the term martial arts comes from it's the arts of mars it's rome the roman god of war europeans have their own martial arts and i'm like okay and like literally going on the internet in 2000 and what 3 2004 2005 something like that and looking at videos of italian stick fighting and going holy crap that's what i did with my pap when i was little like that's really cool and then trying to put that into something so like for a while i didn't teach it i didn't teach it you know because it was just it was it's too simple like there's no curriculum right like it's Mm -hmm. just you know but i was able to kind of formulate a curriculum um through also the italian sword and japanese sword and and, you know tangsto and you know everything else that i've kind of Gathered over the years, and and so I I was able to put together a a guard kind of flow kind of flow through all the guards, and then just kind of like talking about principles more than anything, right? So like know what a counter strike is, know know what the different footworks are. So reverse triangle steps, uh, we could male or female in some in some instances, but you know regular triangle, reverse triangles. Um, you know different measures right like knowing what all these things are and then being able to do these you know these partner drills where you know the the goal is to hit the other person's hand and the other person's goal is to maybe knock the stick out of your hand or or whatever right because historically the stick was designed to protect your land from somebody who either had a rifle a bayonet a sword and dogs right so like you're that's really the the ultimate context of, of what you're doing so uh, but still it's it's a very simple curriculum it's not like you know it's not like karate like i think karate is a very sure. complicated curriculum, More
3: systemized. A very
1: complicated curriculum. Um, yeah yeah is it is, 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 is it is it something still taught today in Italy? Can you go over there and yep. and they they teach it still? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in fact, um, in Sicily, there's
2: like a, there's like a dance that is called the the mm-hmm. dance of the of the bastone. And like literally, you watch them dance around and then do the and then do the stick techniques. And they they hit the they hit each other. And then they do yeah. the eliches behind the head. And they do the figurotas and and then they do the the the, the with the batsari and volta, where they they skip in a circle cuz that's that's to you know ward off the dogs right like so it's like it's actually something that you go and they do in festivals mm. so that's probably that's so cool. like that's probably where my where my pap got it from it's just a mm. part of it's just a part of the culture right yeah
0: that's that's pretty much how bow is treated in Okinawa in a lot of ways.
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. I, I, when I first came to, when I was living in a kind of tiny island above Okinawa, they were like, oh, we're doing bow, we're doing the bow dance. And it was basically like a big partner, like just people in the town learned it and they did a big partner dance with it. I'm like, oh, okay, this is where yeah. it comes from. I it's like, the I think, music.
2: Yeah, it's choreographed. Yeah, that's super cool. Mm -hmm.
0: Sounds like it could be turned into a martial art, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. Or you know, like it's just we need to. This is this is something that is a part of our past. We need to preserve it. What's the best way to preserve it? For Italians, it's dance and music.
1: Yeah, how much? I mean, do you see similarity or carry over at all? Like with what you would do with the Joel? Is the is the length similar? The, the length is very similar. It should come up to like your solar
2: plexus or like your armpit, like that sort of level. But it doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter how big it is. The the, the techniques are all are all the same. Um, I see. Uh, shorter staffs, we call a, a bastone di piseggio, like a walking staff. Those are used more like like a single sword or a side sword. So you mm. would actually turn your body more and use it single-handedly. So it's a It's a it's a single hand, whereas the long staff would be what we call Bastonia Duimani, a two handed staff. And so you kind of hold you're still kind of holding it primarily with one hand, but you're able to slide the hand, you know, to be able to to block and to into into, you know, trap and, you know, things like that. The other hand is the left hand is really kind of free, Mm. uh, which is very different from like using a sword sword is you know here but like the same thing with with bow you're you're sliding the hands and you're and you're changing the range right like that's it's very similar to the to the staff or the to the bastone uh but bastone in italian uh italiano it needs to like constantly be moving like I'm mm. i'm not i'm not gonna spend a whole lot of time with it in one place it's gonna be constantly moving ching, 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 ching and that's how i'm going to develop the power because it's a skinny stick too that's how i develop the power to to uh to make that that concussive impact you know because i'm i'm again i'm trying to knock a rifle out of your hand i'm trying to knock a sword out of your hand sure it's i'm not trying to to knock you out i'm just trying to disarm you really and then then i can take you down and i can do
1: stuff like that but so, so it's very much a civilian art sounds yes, like
2: very much so very yeah, much
1: okay. so yeah.
2: there That's are true. people there are people who take the bastone and and really kind of make it a practice for sword like uh uh giuseppe Cieri uh came out with a manual that i think his first name was giuseppe anyway cherry uh, came out with a manual to use the bastone, but it is more more for, like, military sort of context, more uh, for war type of context. Okay. Um, and, uh, and I think that that is common. Um, mm-hmm. Even, like, when you look at European uh, or, or, like, medieval European stuff, um, they would use a staff as a practice weapon. To, right, yeah. to then go into sword or, or something of that effect so that makes sense using a single stick was very very common to just pick it up and you don't have to worry about it breaking you don't have to worry about it burring. you don't have to worry about you know keeping a good edge or whatever right um, <clears throat> not that that mattered because steel was so prevalent in europe but um, but it was very easy to just use a stick whereas the the system from my region at least the one that 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 i teach is definitely just more of i'm a simple farmer right Mm -hmm. like my family my family worked on sheep farms so they were you know they dealt with you know they were wool carters or they were wool shearers or they were wool dyers or they were wool whatever right like they, they dealt on the sheep farm so they just had like literally just a staff that they stood there and walked around with and that's what they used like that's it's really not that much more complicated than that Mm. and again Mm. it wasn't systemized right it's not like it's not like the the sheep farmers are like all right we're gonna create this martial art like
1: yeah Yeah.
2: not at all not at
1: all no that's that's really cool
2: that
0: sounds very
2: similar to
0: other things i've heard about (laughs) Like the the this there's some things here that are a little similar to other stories. Not yep. saying that you're you're wrong or anything like that, but it's like, hey, that sounds like the like. Oh, what are like what? Do, where do nunchucks come from? They come from like the force. Like a lot of it, that's kind of not true. But like mm-hmm. yeah. the the like this is like very much like yeah, they just have a stick. I'd like yeah. you to hear about, like, the Filipino, like, like, most Filipino, like, like, Arnis and the is like, it comes
2: from, like, sugar canes and, like, and stuff that got around, right? So I think with, with some Spanish fencing put in there, because it's, yeah. you look yeah. at, you look at Spanish fencing, and then you look at, like, Kali and a and you're like,
3: Ooh. yeah, Already, yeah.
0: We're, it was there for that, for that long, right? So,
1: yeah, there was yeah. joke. We always joke at my uh, dojo when the whenever our sword the sword class shows up for their class, and I don't study the sword, I don't study Iaido. But they say Sensei, when are you going to come study Iaido? I'm like, eh, I prefer my peasant arts. I'm fine, you know. I don't need you get you snooty samurai. I don't need to take the class. <laughs> 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 do you know what? Uh,
2: do you know what? What do uh, you have? They they do. Yeah, they do uh, Musajikin and
1: Iaido.
2: I like Ishinryu.
1: I like Ishinryu. Yep.
2: Yeah, yeah. It is very snooty, though. Yeah, <laughs> it is. That it's that thats true. Not the other issue. Asian view. Asian Oh, Asian. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. It's the Asian yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, and and Asian you guys. Yeah, they they do tend to be kind of snooty. Um, not that that takes anything away from them, but you know the no, technique no. itself, because it needs Shh, like there's can very they help much. pay the rent? Don't no no it's fantastic no they're great <laughs> yeah but like you know there's a lot of perfection yes. in technique um Absolutely. whereas like in some of the older systems they don't they don't care too much about perfection of the technique they care more about your spirit or they care more about you know the the, the amount of effort that you put in right um because that that matters more than perfection of technique
1: um yeah. So. Yeah, they'll come back from they'll they'll go to uh, so they're part of the uh, the All Canada uh, Kendo Federation, I think, and cool. so they'll go up there for conferences, you know, maybe once a year or something. and They'll come back and say, "Okay, we got to change how we're doing this kata now." You know, we're supposed to we used to stop our blade right here, but now we got to stop our blade right here. I'm like, man, I couldn't deal with that kind of detail. Sorry, <laughs> that's no, <laughs> my brain doesn't work that way. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, there's a lot of that. Yeah, is it just because there's no Asian?
0: association in america or just canadians are nicer
1: i don't recall the reason uh why there's if there is a u.s one i don't i don't know i don't really i don't really keep up with uh with with that but uh i can't remember why they they're with the canada one
2: well you're fairly close to canada
1: aren't you yeah i think they have like if they drive it's about maybe 10 hour drive 12 hour drive
2: okay I mean that's, that's pretty far.
1: Yeah, that's not the worst, but that's not the best.
2: Yeah, I mean I know that there's some there's some Masonry schools here in the South. I don't know who they're involved with. The um, I mean I've only I've only done it in you know, maybe a half dozen times in my life. Um mm. I don't know yeah, I don't know a whole lot about the the organizations.
0: Maybe they're at the eight nine three. That's code for uh, something
3: that begins with an Y and ends with an A. It's very specifically Japanese.
0: Oh. There we go. Well,
3: oh, I don't yeah. know it. I don't know it. I don't what? get it. Hold on. It begins
0: with a Y and ends with huh? an A
3: because it's how you would say those numbers in Japanese. Or a version of those numbers in Japanese. My God! Don't the Feds are gonna come, Sal? We, oh can't, put the, we can't put the. <laughs> oh my God! Why, you in my brain is not <laughs> working right
0: now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, they're
2: let's mixed
3: move on.
0: It's, it's 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 both. They're mixed up with the yakuza, the, the 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 like the American, like the American Brotherhood and the Klan all at once. So <laughs> they're all ultra. They're <laughs> It's all whole bunch of guys. Oh, come on, boys, let's get our samurai swords. Olya Boons <laughs> told us we gotta take out these this gang of crip's from the other side of town. Yeehaw! They all jump in the pickup trucks and their Hakamas and their samurai swords and they're all going
2: whoo. This
1: uh, this sounds like a Quentin Tarantino movie.
2: <laughs> sounds amazing. It's, it's coming really. up on
0: the last one. So,
1: well,
0: all right, guys. I think of ending up with hillbilly yakuza's um
2: <laughs> i did yeah that oh, yeah my brain i'm sorry no I'm it's okay gonna, I, I actually think i get the there. number.
0: i think i got the numbering wrong too so don't worry about it uh i think it's eight nine three eight, though somebody's gonna come and try to correct me anyway so it's all right but guys what it, what is the plan for the week to come more more animal crawled and and kobito or
1: that's pretty much what my training schedule looks like
2: um all right like that that's a hell of, that's a hell of schedule anyway <laughs> now, what am i what am i doing so i'm i um i'm getting ready to go up north to visit uh some dojang so um i think what i'm gonna be probably doing mostly is taking a good bit of notes on some some of the forms um and and looking at some of the old written materials of our
3: of our lineage founder and um because it's good it's good to show people
2: maybe this this is what he meant so that's kind of where where i'll probably be at like um something pretty cool that I that I recently discovered in Jeon. Um, <clears throat> I was always taught to go back hard bah, here and then go forward breathing out. Um, like so it's like. <sighs> like that. And so reading reading the book, he says to go soft. Sinking. Into the right foot, and then going, not breathing at all. Hmm. And and so there's a there's this weird point where people like I've been told that you know, Yi my lineage founder, didn't really know Tai Chi very well, um, except for stuff like that. Like that is a pure Tai Chi Chuan like functionality the to be able to move your feet without showing your breath That is, i mean like that is a that is a fundamental principle in tai chi chuan especially when you're when you're entering space like i step back and i split that creates space you create that emptiness and then you enter into that emptiness you enter without showing your breath right like that is that is a very key fundamental tai chi principle so in like my brain i'm going I think his tai chi. I think his understanding of tai chi might have been better than his understanding of karate. <laughs> so that's kind of where my. That's going to be part of my training next week. Is kind of, looking at those sorts of things and then, um, bringing them up, with me.
3: So that's that sounds I'm really neat. Interesting. I thought of it that way. Like I don't know Gion. I know, Sal.
0: That's in your. That's in more of it
1: yeah yeah i do joan ge- all the time do you breathe when you go forward in that move? yeah I, I yeah typically i would i'd exhale on that so yeah that's it's an interesting idea though what you described and i always mix yeah. it up like i i never do kata kind of the same way twice so yeah yeah. Uh, I, yeah i always i'm always experimenting and stuff so i may i may play with that
2: yeah so like if you if you're like if you're doing like some sort of clinch work with somebody and you go to move and you breathe out, whenever we breathe out, we sink, right? And whenever we breathe in, Mm -hmm. we rise. So, Mm -hmm. like, if I try to enter into somebody's space and I'm sinking, they'll feel it. So, like, every time you breathe, it moves your body. And so if you can enter into space without moving your body, just kind of taking that sneaky step and then trapping them at the end, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's pretty cool. Interesting. That's interesting. Then you can knee him. And then punch, punch. <laughs> so you just brought, you just brought, you were like going into all these details and then like, knee him in the groin! <laughs> well, it's it's much easier to hit somebody when you're in control of them, John. That is true. That is true. Undeniable. Undeniable
3: thought.
0: I think I've got a solid week of bow inside. I'm cool. just going to be looking at just not even trying to do a whole kata. Just certain pieces and just trying to perfect them. I think that's kind of, it's what I've wanted to do for a while. And for whatever reason, my hurry brain is just like, do the kata. All right, get it done. All right, move up, move up, move off, do something else. And just try to calm that part of myself down and just like, nope. Can do that for an hour get that part right get that like like make the strike effective right no Mm just hit a strike all right you're done like no no that's going to be a strike when you do it in the kata it's got to be that when you do it whenever kata or no that's a strike that's what you're going to hit somebody with right Mm -hmm. um i think it's it's something everybody gets told all the time but it's something that's also like you know karate advice is like amnesia wait i had amnesia you know Oh, what she, are you doing this sleeping. week? Ah, thank God. He's
1: snoring. He's oh. snoring very loudly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, fellas, it was good catching up and good doing this again. Um Yeah, definitely. I hope we can get this do this much sooner than later or um huh. next time around. But Yeah, man. Until then,
1: yep. uh Friday oops. nights usually work great for me, so
2: Okay, yeah, this this actually was good. I got home about a half an hour, you know, before I had to jump on, and I was able to get home and just kind of set everything up, and yeah, it worked out.
0: Great. All right, guys. Well, great talking. Great having this discussion. Um, hope we get to do it again soon. And yeah, and uh, everybody, thanks for listening. Follow these gentlemen seriously. You'll you will actually enjoy. Seeing them in your feed as opposed to all the other nonsense in the world right now. Um, yeah. Awesome. Guys, thanks, John. Thank you guys so much. Everybody, keep on training. Keep on keep on living. Keep on thriving.
3: Peace, y'all.